Hey everybody, welcome back to Enter the Nerd Zone. This is Jay. And this is Pete. Pete, my friend, how are you doing today? Good. Hey man, two weeks in a row. Look at that, we're on a roll. We are we are on fire. I'm telling you, if, <laughs> if it's not one thing, it's another. <laughs> yeah, that's life for you. That's yes. life for you. So last time Pete and I were on, uh, we kind of wrapped it up by saying that uh, we are probably going to be talking about Beverly Hills 90210. Um, I think it's been about more than a month since Luke Perry passed away. Uh, Luke Perry, of course, was a big star of that show. He was a big star in his own right. So, I don't know, people, why don't we start it off by just kind of like recapping Luke Perry. So, I mean, obviously he was on 90210. Uh, anything else of his that you saw that you really enjoyed? Uh, was he on? Did he do anything else? Oh, uh, no. Um, hey, come on. <laughs> no. So, he started... I don't know where he started at. I mean, I, I know him from, uh, obviously, 90210. And then mm-hmm. um, he, I know he was on, he did the movie Eight Seconds. That was the rodeo movie, right? Yeah, I really didn't watch that because I'm just not a rodeo fan. Yeah, I'm not a rodeo <laughs> fan either. But I know, he, then he did... Um, well, he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Buffy, the, the, the film. Movie, which, was the film. A, yeah. which was a great film for what it was. I mean, I'm not going to say it was, you know, groundbreaking. But it was good for what it was. And in that in that film, he played uh, like Buffy's first boyfriend, Pike. And actually, later on, uh, you know, they have a TV series, TV series. I think it went about seven seasons, seven or eight seasons. Then Dark Horse Comics kind of picked it up from there and continued it. They actually retconned and they added in the character Pike. Like he came back later in the comics. So he's. He's part of that uh, that universe, that Buffy universe. He was was Pike the guy with the the blonde hair, in the TV show. No, he wasn't in the TV show at all. Oh, um, he, oh, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was only in the film, so people thought, okay, that was just for the film. But um, it, it's weird. It's almost like they made the film kind of like a prequel for the TV series in a way. They kind of try to write it like that, so. When the TV series ended, but they continued it in the comics, they brought that character back, kind of like showing like, oh, yeah, he, he was part of this whole universe the whole time. He was just elsewhere doing other stuff. <laughs> was he an was he an angel like the character Pike? No, 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 not at all. No, nope. Yeah. nope. just in the comics, but just an- in the comics and in the movie. But Angel was on, on uh, Buffy. Yeah, Angel started on Buffy, then they had the spinoff series, then uh, when it came back to the comics and kind of continued with the comics, they kind of merged it back together again, yeah. There goes the trains going off the track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so so he was in the movie Pike, and, I, I you know, we actually at uh, Steel City Con, we got to meet um, uh, Clara, I think her name was Clara, she was in on that on that show. Mm-hmm. In that movie, one of the two. Um, so yeah, so he was in that. He was Buffy's girlfriend. He was kind of he hung out with uh, Pee Wee Herman, right? Is that- <laughs> oh no, no, no. He didn't hang out with Pee Wee Herman. He hung out with um, uh, David Arquette. David Arquette, yeah, right, right. So he was in that movie, and then uh, he did. Uh, what else did he do? I know. Eventually, obviously, he turns it into. Uh, Archie's dad in Riverdale before he passes, which is a show that you watched and you did. Uh, with your daughter, uh, you did a oh, podcast, right? Yeah. 
Oh, we talk extensively about it. Yeah, and you know, right now the uh, you know the current season it, it's still going on. I believe there's two episodes left. Um, I don't, I don't know if he passed away during the filming. It kind of sounded like they they had wrapped it up, like they had wrapped up the season uh, shortly before he passed away. So. You know, he's still, he's still, you still see him on the show. And like, I was talking with my daughter. I said, it seems like there's, they started to kind of edit, edit him out a bit. Like you were seeing him, but not as much. Like he was a featured player on that show. I mean, you know, he was Archie's dad. Uh, you know, he, he did have a lot of scenes. Um, but then you started to notice like less and less of him. And now currently, well, last night was, um, uh, you know, there was a new episode last night. I didn't get to watch it, but uh, last week's episode, I don't know if they did this. You know, they they had it that he had to. He was he wasn't there. Like he was visiting a friend or something. <clears throat> and uh, Molly Ringwald actually plays Archie's mom, and on the show, uh, Archie's parents are divorced. So his mom, uh, Mary Andrews, again Molly Ringwald, came back like to kind of watch Archie while the dad was out of town. And there was a whole thing with that. Um, something was just really interesting about like Luke Perry. Cause you know, after he passed away, a lot of tributes came out. A lot of people said great things. And I read this like the other week. So like, you know, as we know, he was Archie's dad and on the show, the actor who plays Archie is a, is a young man by the name of KJ Appa and KJ Appa is actually from New Zealand. So, Every season when they would film the show, uh, Luke Perry would send <clears throat> AJ Appa's parents like weekly emails like, your son's doing fine, I'm looking out for him. Almost like he was he was his TV dad and he was kind of like his surrogate dad on the set. Like he just he would just do that. Like that was the kind of guy he was. He was just such a, a great guy. Yeah, that's what, you know, again, you, you looked at, you know, I was uh, in line at the grocery store because that's what my life is now. Um <laughs> and uh, I read in People magazine and all these other magazines. Sorry, I cheap plug. Um, and it was just like quote after quote after quote after quote and how great of a guy he was. And, you know, you watch 90210 and you see, you know, this punk kid, quote unquote, and you think, wow, he seemed like such a D-bag. And, you know, what mm -hmm. a real nice guy he seemed to be in real life. And I think, you know, that's – we. As fans, quote unquote, we think that, you know, what these guys, we perceive what these people are. And then, you know, we tend to forget what they really are in real life, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, and that's the interesting thing is, you, you know, you never really heard much from him. Um he wasn't like making crazy Twitter posts and Instagram posts because, you know, again, after he passed away, all this came out. He wasn't really on that. Like it was almost like he didn't even see the point of it, like the point of Twitter or the point of Instagram or Facebook. So he wasn't all over that posting weird stuff or, you know, crazy quotes or whatever. He just was a quiet guy, a private guy and seemed like a really, really nice guy. Well, yeah, yeah, it was too. Like he's our age. Well, he's a little bit older than us. Well, mm -hmm. older than me. I mean, you guys are older than I am. But, uh, <laughs> but again, you know, he's, you know, they didn't have that when he was doing 902 and 0. So I guess there's, 
he's probably like, yeah, it's what is this computer thing? Um, but you know, so it's just some of the stuff beforehand. He was on Oz for two seasons. Um, he was in Jeremiah, uh, which was like a post up apocalyptic um, TV series, which I watched a couple um, episodes of that, which wasn't horrible. Uh, <clears throat> but you know, he never really got great films other than Buffy, which is kind of uh, sad to say. Uh, John in Cincinnati wasn't horrible. Um, I think this, I think uh, this Riverdale was kind of like his way back into uh, the TV land type of uh, thing. And it's, it, again, it is sad to see that he passed. And, uh, you know, I know now with the new 90210 coming back, and we'll get into that later on. Yeah. Um, it's sad to see that he's not going to be on the series because, you know, Dylan McKay in the 90, early, early 90s was like, the the guy that everybody wanted to be. And I think that's a great point to, to jump right <clears throat> in and, and head on back to Beverly Hills 90210. So uh, did you watch all the seasons of this show? Every like the... episode of every season I watched the <laughs> show. And, you know, I have to say, for a sh- our show, we're Enter the Nerd Zone, right? And yeah. <clears throat> uh, unlike a lot of these nerd shows and geek shows and everything else. It's funny. I yeah, I was thinking about this last night when I don't sleep at all. Um, for for geekdom that, that we are, I was, yeah. I was thinking about my top five shows that I, that I watch. None of them are quote-unquote normal geek shows. And uh, okay. I have okay. my top five, and this is in my top five. And I will, I'll, I'll tell you my top five later on. But this show... Mm-hmm. This is one of the few shows I've actually watched all the episodes for. This was my life from nineteen whatever it was to like two thousand. So it was it was nineteen ninety to two thousand ten years. Yeah, this was my entire life, pretty much, <laughs> uh, all the way through college. I mean, I got I got married through nine hundred two and oh. Yeah, uh, I had I had a kid and a half through nine hundred two and oh. So yep. so you know. Uh, <laughs> It, it, I mean, it really was my life. It really engulfed my life. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, so 1990, I was pretty much finishing up with high school, starting college. Uh, I watched it all the way through, met my wife. She was a fan. We watched it. And same thing, got married. And uh, when the show was wrapping up, <clears throat> had a kid. So, yeah, this was like a big part of my life. And it was just... It was just so addictive. This show. It was <clears throat> such a guilty pleasure. It was. It was a pure soap opera. Oh, but absolutely. You just, you, you, but you couldn't stop watching. It was. No. It was. It was amazing. So, original cast. Uh, you know, for those that don't know the show, the real they, real show. First off, let me just say this. I went, when I was googling this, right? I mm-hmm. typed in nine hundred two and and that damn second. Whatever the hell they want to call 90210, that remake, whatever it was, uh, what was this, the second one? They, I guess it was like the, they, they brought it back uh, in 2008. It wasn't a remake. It was kind of like a continuation, 90210. Mm-hmm. They, okay. that, that popped up first. I was very upset. You have to type in Beverly Hills 90210. I yeah, like, I mean, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> I mean, you type in 90210. 
the yeah. original should come up. The that's, OG show should come up. Come absolutely. On that's when you type in Beverly Hills, comma, 90210. I was very upset. <laughs> These things so, that make me upset in the world. <laughs> I got problems. So the, <laughs> so, the premise, so the premise of the show was you had the Walsh family, uh, Jim and Cindy Walsh and their twins, uh, Brandon and Brenda. They're relocating from Minnesota to the crazy streets of 90210 Beverly Hills. And that was really what it was supposed to be. That's how it started off. The bad streets of 90210. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was supposed to be like these two Midwestern kids coming to like, you know, the craziness of like Beverly Hills, Hollywood, all that, you know, rich kids and cell phones and whatnot and just like oh how are these two you know normal kids gonna fit in and i i I mean from there it just exploded into like a cultural phenomenon it was it was insane how popular the show was yeah well i have to say you know unlike you know i guess as my kids grew up this this is probably one of the last and you could tell me if i'm wrong it's one of those (laughs) last shows we actually had the real family dynamic where you had the mom, the dad, and the kids. You know, it didn't have to be the boy-girl. It could have been girl-girl. It really didn't matter. But <clears throat> you had the parents that were actually in there. Now, as the show progresses and eventually the parents kind of go away, which it it made sense that the parents kind of went away. It's kind of like the, the kids grew up and moved out of the house. Yeah, yeah, essentially. They didn't grow out of that. They didn't move out of the house, but other people moved into the house. But um, (laughs) that kind of like, all right, I I get it a little bit. But, you know, it it, the family dynamic was there, which, you know, nowadays you watch the Disney Channel and the kids rule the roost and the parents look like morons. At least here, the parents weren't morons. Yeah, no, they were pretty with it. They were, you know, the first few seasons, pretty much while they were in high school. Uh, the parents were very, very involved. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, as the show growed and matured, uh, they went to college, they got out of college, the parents, I think, um, I think Brandon and Brenda's dad got like a transfer to like run a company. It was like, it was, it was like Korea or something like that. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Like they got a transfer out and, uh, they would pop in every once in a while and, you know, Hey, how are your kids doing? Sort of a thing. Yeah. But, uh, they never come back together though. No, I don't think they ever did. And I think there was actually an episode where the mom came back and they kind of hinted that there was some tension, but then of course it's a, it's a, it's a TV show by the end of it. You know, he probably sent her flowers or something and everything was all good again. But so Brenda, uh, played by Shannon Doherty, Brandon played by Jason Priestley. Uh, they go off to, uh, their first day at, at Beverly high and they meet such a cast of characters there. Um, so we look at that original group, uh, again, Brandon, Brenda, uh, when they show up, there's uh, Donna Martin, there's uh, Kelly, there's um, Steve, Steve, Sanders. Steve Sanders. Oh, man. What? Oh, God. And of course, of course, Luke Perry, Dylan McKay. Now, he wasn't so, in the first episode, though. No, he was not, because, you know, he was just so cool. He had a debut later on, yes. like p- pulling up on that motorcycle. Like a mod, he was like on that show. I always thought that like Dylan 
and you know Luke Perry for that matter. He was like a modern day James Dean, like the way his look, his whole attitude. And I think that's really the way they try to package him is like, you know, this is this is like the the 90s James Dean right here. Right. So my first big question is, is were you were you uh, team Dylan or were you team Brandon? Like who 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 was your favorite out of the yeah, two? I always want to be Brandon. I I, really? I, okay. I I dressed it. I dressed like Brandon. Um, I had the sideburns, everything. Um, I had the belt the same way. I mean, I really wanted to be Brandon. <laughs> that show, that show brought the sideburns back between yes, Brandon and Dylan. It brought the sideburns back. <laughs> when I had hair, I wore the hair the same way. I mean, <laughs> there's. I have a picture uh, at Kane uh, uh-huh. with my hair that way and the sideburns and everything. It's pretty sad. <laughs> no, I mean, that, but that was the look. I mean, those that, that show and those characters brought it back. Um, I was more Dylan. <laughs> I just thought Dylan was, you know, he was just so laid back, so cool. Um, because the thing with Dylan is, is his father was a millionaire. I guess he owned a business or something like that. So he was, you know, the, you know, like I said, the premise of the show is, is Brandon and Brenda show up in Beverly Hills. And, you know, I think it's cause the dad got a transfer there. So obviously he's starting to make more money, but they're now surrounded by kids that are, you know, these are really rich kids and, and, and Dylan was the richest of them all, but you never would have thought of it looking at him like he just he didn't he he played it off so cool so i was always i was always a big supporter of dylan <laughs> well yeah anybody has money i'm always a hey let me be your best friend you know <laughs> buy me some stuff i i will say you know as the show goes on um you know, they come in and that's the one thing about the the show you you see brandon and and brenda you know they come in brandon's driving mondale the car and you know mm-hmm. You know, and as as it gets forward, that's the one thing about, you know, the the Walsh's, you know, they never the family never gave them anything. You know, Brandon always worked. Brenda always, you know, you know, they always earned what they got. Right. But true. true. But um, it never seemed like they were the poor kids. Right. They always they always earned what they got. But whatever um, what, what I'm going here is it just seemed like they got richer and richer as they got forward you know as it moved you know they weren't like playing poor kids in the sandbox you know what i'm saying oh no absolutely and i think you know as the two of them started to kind of meld into that you know high school society that beverly hill society there you know yeah they really kind of kept their their roots uh like you said brandon worked I don't think he really had to. It wasn't like, you know, I mean, his dad had a, he got that promotion. He had a good job. They had a nice house. He didn't have to work. It was sort of like he wanted to work. So, so pop quiz, where did Brandon work uh, for most of 90210 or in the beginning, I should say. The peach pit, baby. Absolutely. The peach pit run by Nat. Oh, Oh, I love Nat. <laughs> Nat, Nat was like the he was like the grandfather. Yeah, he owned the Peach Pit. He was kind of like that. Uh, he kind of struck me as like he was a guy that used to live in Brooklyn or something and uh, relocated out there and opened like a, a classic like Jersey type diner. And uh, yeah, Brandon was like his number one employee. 
<laughs> I, I love the peach pit. It's like one of those. I'm a diner guy anyway, but uh, so hey, you're from Jersey. You gotta be. <laughs> oh, exactly. You know, you gotta love the diner. I, I like the the scenes there. I mean, I thought the I I thought Nat gave a good like you know, um, comic relief kind of to a show that at times was the teen drama, the soap opera, you know, and it really did. I guess for the time, really did touch some touch touchy subjects you know like teen rape i mean there was some, yeah. there was some stuff in there at times you know uh, you know for kids that were in 10th 11th and 12th grade ta- talking about you know some really touchy subjects uh, preg- teen pregnancy and all these things and you know i, I you know i just thought you know, at that age you know you're like okay but now i you know and it's on all the it's on uh, Lifetime or something now, and you know, I go back and I look at the show, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Wow, that's that was like a really like, ooh, that was a tough subject." That you know, now I look at it. Yeah, I mean, back then, back then in the early '90s, you know, like you said, they dealt with they dealt with rape, um, they dealt with uh, molestation, they dealt with uh, there was drug use. Uh, alcoholism. Brenda had a pregnancy scare. I mean, they they really and, and again, you know, when you watch it now, racism. I mean, a lot racism of- came up. Homophobia came up. I mean, they brought these topics up. And, and again, it was a TV show. They would wrap these problems up in one or two episodes. You know, they would make the answers look so simple, but still, the fact that they were bringing it up. I mean, at that time, TV shows weren't really doing that. They were. They were kind of starting to introduce it. And like you said, this is a show that was primarily watched by high schoolers and college-age kids. And they were bringing bringing these uh, subjects up to them. So, like I said, the first one or two seasons was really kind of focused on these two Midwestern kids trying to fit in. So, out of the two of them, Brandon and Brenda, who do you think, like, right off the bat or, or had an easier time fitting in to that whole new experience out there in California. I think Brandon did. I mean, I think it, they actually got, uh, you know, the kind of the real life aspect of that. Cause boys mm-hmm. always seem to have a better adjustment than girls. Um, yeah. I, it, mm-hmm. Having a boy and a girl in, in real life, seeing that, you know, live in an action with my two kids, boys seem to make friends faster. I mean, it's less of a competition for, you know, with, with the girl and the boy, you know, so I think they did it right. I think they had the, I think Brandon did. Um, you see it in the first couple of episodes of the show with, uh, with Ken, uh, with, uh, I'm, I'm saying my kid's name, uh, but with, uh, <laughs> but with Brandon and, and Brenda, you see it. I mean, I mean, yeah. And I, th- I think what you said is true is, you know, with girls, it was like a competition and it's like, you know, Brandon rolls up, and, and all the girls are checking him out. Hey, who's the new guy? He's kind of cute. And, you know, <clears throat> you know, Steve, you know, Steve Saunders is just like he, he and Brandon were like instant friends, like right off the bat. Um, when Dylan shows up, you know, he, he and Brandon become very good friends where Brenda shows up and, you know, Donna and Kelly are looking at her like like she's competition, yeah. like new girl in school. Um and I guess they also kind of feel like, oh, you know, she's from the Midwest, so she's like that girl next door, so the guys might go for her. And she was seen as competition. Like, she had a really, 
fight her way in. And it, it kind of seemed like for her run on the show, between the two of them, she had the toughest time fitting in because, you know, she starts dating Dylan and then people have a problem with that, you know, because I think like the ladies were like, well, if we can't have Brandon, you know, we want Dylan and vice versa. So when she starts dating Dylan, like that creates a lot of friction. And she she really had a tough time on that show. Oh, she was, you know, I have to tell you, I mean, I love I love the the Brenda character, but she was so whiny. <laughs> oh god yeah oh yeah so whiny i'm like oh my god stop whining <laughs> uh and, and like i said when brandon rolls on campus you know kelly right away gives him the eye but he caught the eye of another uh there's another girl on the show uh she also had a long run and that was andrea who was she was the brain she was the brainy one and this girl was in love with brandon from the get-go and and you know he's just such a nice guy he doesn't see it we're good friends and she's practically throwing himself <laughs> throwing herself at him yeah i i liked andrea i thought she was a great character um i kind of i felt for her you know i i mean i actually liked her um i you know she, i was attracted to her as uh you know for, for me for myself yeah, I mean, she was, I mean, granted, you know, they tried to make her like the plain girl, you know, like we'll put, we'll put glasses on her. That'll, that'll make her look average. Um, but, you know, she was, she was, she was very, yeah, she's very attractive, very, very smart. And, you know, and, you know, you were a big fan. And, and one of the things is, you know, she went to, they went to West Beverly High, I believe that was their school. Um she actually didn't live in West Beverly. Um, she used her grandmother's address because West Beverly was a much better high school than the high school that was in her neighborhood. So, you know, that was like a thing that kind of played out for a while that she actually didn't live in the area. But, uh, you know, because it's such a, a superior school, uh, you know, she was going there kind of under false pretenses almost. That was, that was pretty interesting with her. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you know, and then of course, you know, in the beginning, uh, the first season or so, uh, Brian Austin green played, uh, David, uh, who David started out as like one of those kids in high school who was still, you know, kids in high school and two things, they either mature or they stay very immature. And, and in the beginning, David was very immature and he had a friend named Scott. And the two of them were always kind of on the fringes trying to hang it out with the cool guys. Um, but once he started getting like interested in music and everything, uh, David started to become more of a big time player uh, on that show. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly, when I first started watching the show, I didn't think David's character was going to survive. I mean, I, I, I thought he was just kind of like one of those characters that'll be there for, you know, maybe four or five episodes and he would just kind of like, you know, disappear. Not like Scott's character disappear, but like just. Well, disappear. Scott's character. And that was and that was like kind of like one of the big uh, the whole story with Scott there was kind of the big. I guess like one of the big um, first sort of serious issues that they dealt with was yeah. like um gun violence um because yeah like that first season the two of them they were kind of like the nerdy kids 
And one of the things that was interesting about this show, because I went back and I looked it up. Um, so 90 was the first season, kind of like lukewarm reception. Um, and that's the thing is, is people, you know, kids nowadays, <laughs> I hate saying that, but kids nowadays <laughs> don't realize this. There actually used to be TV seasons, um, you know, and the TV season was pretty much the fall. It went from the fall to the early spring and then shows would take the summer off. Not like now where they kind of split it up and they do, you know, they they do half the season before Christmas and then they do like another part after and this and that shows pretty much were the fall to early spring. They take the summer off, but 90210 didn't. They actually had a special summer edition where uh, we got introduced to the Beverly Beach Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two summers like that. That was the best about this show. Those well, that's what put it over the top. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Those two summer episodes, seasons were awesome. And that's where we kind of saw the transformation of David because I remember um, the first the first summer one. I think Donna had to go to summer school. Uh, you know, she probably didn't pass a class or whatever it was. And she's in there. And then they kind of like zoom in on this kid. And I was just like, wait, is this a new kid? But it was it was David. But he was starting to like dress better and like fix his hair. And I think that's when Donna started to notice him. And he started to distance himself from his friend Scott, who was still really kind of nerdy and dorky. But Scott went to his grandparents' house or something like out in Oklahoma over the, over the summer. So when he came back, he was obsessed with guns. Like his dad had guns in the house. And yeah, this was like kind of one of the first like serious dramatic parts is um, at his birthday, you know, David went to his birthday party and Scott was like, I got to show you this. It's really, really cool. It's like an old, like, wild west six shooter and he starts twirling it around and he dropped it and accidentally shot and killed himself and it was like it was like wow you know this fun high school teen drama like guy got shot like it was it was nuts (laughs) can i tell you when i first saw like that first couple episodes with him wearing wearing a hat and everything else i'm like this is not going to be good there's something (laughs) going on here and uh I knew once the kid ended up shooting himself, I'm like, this show just like went serious and it was going to be one of the best shows ever. It sounds, it sounds morbid, but I'm like, I knew it right then and there. Yeah. And the thing is, is that kind of, that incident kind of came back to haunt David later. Uh, he had trouble dealing with it. He actually turned to drugs uh, because he was getting flashbacks from it. He had a lot of guilt because he had distanced himself from his friend Scott and he was kind of blaming himself. And yeah, like this went from kind of like a, a little teen drama to like a pretty intense drama, this show, like when a lot of these, more adult subjects started coming in and it was just it was can't say enough about it it was great absolutely and let me tell you seasons four five six seven eight this is when shows are great 32 episodes 32 Mm -hmm. not this 23 crap i want to (laughs) say good and it wasn't like it was 32 uh you know seven of them were okay you know uh, two were great it's 32 great episodes all of them all of them were great. Yeah, and, you know, once they kind of got to college, you know, other characters started coming in. Um, 
Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who used to play, you know, she used to be on Saved by the Bell. She was Kelly. You know, she started to become uh, a regular. Um, a lot of characters, you know, some characters had left, like Andrea left. And um... oh, hold on. wait, 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 wait. Before we, okay. get, before we get into that. Okay. Sure. You asked me Brandon or Dylan. Okay. Were you okay. a Kelly or Brenda? Okay. So normally... You know, when a question like this comes up, I'll, I'll say, you know, I kind of like, like the alternative, like, you know, usually like the darker hair, this or that. Mm-hmm. I was in love with Kelly. Kelly was gorgeous. I mean, Jenny Garth was just as cute as can be. And, you know, she was a little stuck up on the show and she was a little pretentious, uh, but she was nowhere near like as as crazy or whiny as Brenda was. I was in love with Kelly. So what about you? Yeah, I loved Kelly because Brenda whined. But I will tell you this: <laughs> as soon as Tiffany Amber Thiessen hit that show, it was all over because she turned into this crazy hot chick, and I like mm-hmm. I like crazy and I like hot, and <laughs> you know she was. And I love Saved by the Bell, and I liked Kelly on that show. I guess yeah. it's, it's the name. As soon as she turned into Crazy Hot on 90210, I'm like, I was like, blonde hair Kelly who? I'm like, <laughs> this is it. And from that day until she left, and Gina came on the show, who is, uh, uh, I guess, ultimately becomes Donna's half-sister. Um Val, yeah. uh, Vanessa, uh, what's her? It doesn't matter what her name is. Uh, up until that point, mm-hmm. I didn't know who Kelly was. It was Tiffany Amber Thiessen and uh, Valerie. That's her character's name. That's at that point in time. That's when Kelly disappeared. But yes, Kelly over Brenda, just because of the whole whiny situation. But um, I agree with you, Kelly. I, I just thought Kelly was just. I thought she was a better character. Um, mm-hmm. As she, as she moved forward, um, she became more whiny and and um, but she was very well written. She was very well written. Yes. She was very strong character. Very. She wasn't. You know. You know. I guess. You know. It's not. Girl power wasn't as prominent then, right? Oh no! No, right? definitely not. Right. No. But I thought she had. You you saw that coming. With this show, I mean, you had it with Andrea. You had it. You saw it coming with, um, with Kelly. I think um, Donna. I thought could you could have saw it there. She was kind of the weak girl, um, and I think Brenda had it too. But Brenda whined a lot, and I don't think I. I think it was unfair the way kind of they wrote her, wrote her a little bit too. But mm-hmm. but I think that was her as well personally too. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think that the the Brenda character they wrote her is very whiny, and I think that caused a lot of friction. I think that's why Shannon Doherty ended up leaving. Like, I don't think she liked the direction of her character, and they had her uh, go to drama school in London or whatever it was. And with Donna, 
I always felt that Donna could do no wrong on that show. Like she was, you know, her big, her big arc, her big story arc for the longest time was she was a virgin and she was very proud of that fact. And I mean, that was great, you know, kind of showing teen girls at that time, like, it's okay. It's okay to be a virgin. You know, Donna was, was fine with that. Like she had these morals. You know, that that gonna... was great. I agree with that. But at the same time, I felt like everything Donna did was like they made it out like she was perfect. Like she never had a bad day. She never everything just went her way. Um, you know, and then the whole arc with her and David, like they were together forever. Like like it was too perfect with her. Kelly started off as like that classic sort of like what I guess us out here on the East Coast would think of like those like. Beverly Hills type girls, like very rich and kind of snotty. I think her mother was like a former actress. So, you know, she kind of had that bit of an attitude, but yeah, like she really, her character really kind of grew and developed. Um, when her mom married David's dad and then um, they had a baby. So she had a half sister. She was very good to that, like to her sister. She took care of her. Uh, David's drug problem came at that time. She helped David out with that. Um, yeah, like she, out of like a, a lot of those uh, female characters that lasted for a good run of the show, she was really kind of the most well-written, well-developed, like you said. So, I yeah, yeah. I, the, Go ahead. the one problem I have with the show, uh, and you know, I like I said, I watched it from day one to pretty much uh, to the end. I mean, I you know, I kind of like started losing interest once Jason Priestley left the show because again, mm -hmm. I, I was my favorite character. I, I'll say from you know, I'll say it now, um, and I like Ian Ziering too. Um, everybody had a drug problem, you know. It was like. It was getting that point where it's like, you know, everybody either had a drug problem or they had a drinking problem or, you know, the only person that seemed to be like the steadiest and he was and he was always an F up was Steve. Steve had, you know, Steve, <laughs> Steve always had something going. He was always cheating or something, but he never like was a problem with at least from what I remember. He didn't drink a lot, but he always he always screwed up or he was cheating, but he never did drugs or anything like that. But everybody seemed to have like a drug problem or this, that, or the other thing. I, I, you know, and I guess that's, that's what a soap opera kind of does. Everybody's doing something stupid, but it just seemed like it was too much of that. And the other thing was, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I, have you been to California before? Have you been to like LA? Uh, I was out there like one time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You may, you know, they lived in Beverly Hills. Yes. And it may seem like it was so easy to get from A to B. Let me tell you something. It's not easy to get from A to B. No. Okay. So I was like, really? It's not that easy to get from A to B. So that, that was my <laughs> my other issue. But I mean, uh, but it's it's TV. It's, it's TV. You know, it's um, TV. It's TV. So, uh, so that that was kind of my my things. What was your favorite season? What was my favorite season? That's a good question. Not spring I don't or fall. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I did love, I did love their two summer, their two summer episode uh, seasons. I should say those were really a lot of fun. Uh, we saw them outside of high school, but the season I really enjoyed because it was kind of, um, 
it kind of got really intense was uh, I think it was the second or the third where they come back from that that wild summer and there's a new girl there uh, at school named Emily. Uh, oh, yeah. Emily had Valentine? short blonde. What's that? Emily Valentine. Emily Valentine. Oh, you see, you you remember who she is. So she was new girl at school, catches uh, Brandon's eye. Um, And Dylan's eye. Oh, and Dylan's eye, everybody's (laughs) eye. But uh, her and Brandon hooked up. Uh, She was like a rebel, rode a motorcycle, had short blonde hair. Uh, You know, she was a little wild. She got Brandon doing some wild stuff. Then she, she drugged him, I believe. Um, then he tried to break it off with her. She became a stalker. Mm-hmm. Then she tried to, didn't she try to like burn his house down? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, that was a great season with Emily because I was like, are they killing off Brandon? Yeah. <laughs> is, is Brandon going to be murdered by this stalker? <laughs> yeah, she was, um, and she came back a few seasons later and that's the season that, uh, um, Kelly gets burned in the fire. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Christine, uh, Christine Elise. Is that her name? I think that's the actress's name. Yeah. But I just remember as Emily Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a crazy season. Um, because again, they were dealing with, you know, some pretty heavy stuff with, you know, she essentially became like this insane stalker. Like she was constantly calling him. Um, she was like, I think she she did something to his car, which you know he loved that car and yeah, uh, the 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 Mustang. I always wanted the Mustang, the sixty eight yeah. Mustang. I wanted that Mustang. Yeah, which again, which again, you know, where did this kid get that? Like, that's not something you find in the junkyard. Right. Know? He bought that. He bought that at the, at the beginning of that's the the end of that summer. That that's that season that you're talking about mm-hmm. um, with his own money because he paid up for it. His dad said, I want to buy the car with you. Go, let me go with you. And he's like, no. And it turned out to be like a junker. And uh, his dad's like, kind of like, I told you so. And he's like, <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't want you to, you know, but he ended up paying, you know, getting it and getting it fixed. His dad, like, you know, helped him with it or whatever. But then that, yeah. that's when he met Emily Valentine but I love that car. I always wanted one. I wanted that car. You know, I'm like, it's my first, I think that was like my first or my second year of college. I'm like, I want that car. But, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that was a great season. I actually liked that that summer season and then going into the senior year. And actually, that's my my favorite episode is that, that graduation season. I actually still have that on VHS. Commencement part one and two. Ooh, VHS. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, Donna Martin graduates. I still remember that season, that those episodes. That's right, because they, they didn't think she was gonna do it. Yeah. She did it. Because <laughs> remember she gets she gets drunk at uh Mel's party. That is correct. Yep. And, and there was a whole thing they were gonna bar her from it and there was a big protest yep. and uh and yeah, just like real life, you know, the the school administration listens to the kids and and, and lets them do what they want because yep. that's just how it goes. Because Brandon <laughs> comes through and saves him in the clutch. Donna Absolutely. Martin graduates. Donna Martin graduates. I still have that in my head. And uh, yeah, so again, you know, I uh, I I I'm 
if I have a, a man crush, it's on Jason Priestley because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of the stuff that he's on. Um, you know, he did that, you know, once he did 90210, you know, he's done other shows that are tremendously horrible, but I, I loved, <laughs> uh, you know, True uh, True Calling. Did you ever watch True Calling? No, I did not. With no. uh, Elijah Dushku, who is another one that I am deeply in love with. I think I have a hall pass for that. I got to check with my wife. Uh, you got a lot of hall passes. I do. I got two or three. <laughs> She's got three. You mentioned two or three. It sounds like you got like 15 more. <laughs> I got I to check. I got to ask. I mean, the hall pass is there, but we know they're not knocking. So it's okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so anyway, let's get back to the story. Let's get back to 902 now. Please, please. <laughs> So in the middle of 90210, and I, I'm going to get off the rails here again as usual. Go for it. Did you watch Melrose Place? I absolutely did because that was the other thing I was going to – this this show had a few offshoots and Melrose Place was one of them. Uh, yeah, I absolutely did. Um, My wife did. And- I watched the first season. I never watched anything pretty much after that. I love the redhead on the show. Um, the sister of somebody uh, – the, the sister of the blonde, the short hair blonde – but um, I don't remember much, mm-hmm. much. I know Michael and Michael was the doctor, right? Michael was the doctor. There was uh, Joe, who was the photographer. There was. Uh, I know Andrew was the. Uh, well, Andrew Shu was the actor. He was Billy. Right. He was Billy. He's yeah. from Maplewood, New Jersey. I knew his sister. His sister is Elizabeth Shue. Is Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Absolutely. And yes. he, he was a soccer player at Columbia High School. Where I would have went to high school when I was a kid, um, yeah. Uh, there was the redhead who was the si- she came in the second season, I think. The Michael was the doctor who was married to the blonde hair girl, right? Josie something or other. Yes. Right? Yes. So I that's all the stuff I know. But with how many seasons of Melrose Place was there? I don't know. I think it was six or seven. And and the thing with Melrose Place is is it started off uh, as kind of like this like nice sweet drama you know michael was in love with his wife and billy was such a nice guy and then second season it was like everybody was sleeping with everybody in that apartment complex like it just because i think like the first season nobody again it was pretty lukewarm and they were like all right we got to start spicing this up so michael's gonna cheat on his wife and billy's gonna do drugs and you know whatever it was and, yeah it smells then, like we gotta burn this bitch down and start again and then <laughs> and then they brought in heather locklear oh yeah there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> wow <laughs> absolutely there's nothing wrong with that 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 show went up like five notches with, with heather locklear joining i think but i then, have a whole pass with that too no, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't add a uh, a recent con. Didn't you meet Daphne Zuniga because yes. she was on Melrose? Yeah, she was. That's right. My like I said, my wife loves loved uh, Melrose Place. Yeah, my wife too. Like we would watch that a lot together. Uh, Melrose Place. That's the thing is, you know what? At that time, Fox had a lot of great shows. It had nine hundred two one zero. It had uh, Melrose Place. It had Twenty One Jump Street. Um, that was kind of like in, in Living Color came out around that time. Like the weekends. Like for me, the weekends I was watching Fox. You know that that and and Fox. The TV station, not Fox News. Just want to clarify. <laughs> That's that. right. Well, let me tell you, I was. Uh, it's funny. I had. It was. It was Wednesday nights that nine two and I was on, and I had. That's uh, right. I had 
uh, Fox night at, at the dorms at at our college mm-hmm. and watching 902. No, I didn't watch the other stuff, like I said. And uh, one of my buddies, who was a, another um, shout-out to Doug, who uh, would watch 902, and he'd come down from home and watch 902 with me. And uh, Cool. Yeah, it was it was great. We didn't watch it, like I said, we didn't watch the other stuff. But um, yeah, it, it didn't start on Wednesday nights, though. It, it, it was it Thursday nights at one point in time, or no? It kind of jumped around. Yeah, it kind of jumped around, and then I think like over the weekend was Twenty One Jump Street uh, in Living Color was Saturday nights because it pretty much competed with Saturday Night Live. Um. I think they had a couple of shows on Sunday. Like, yeah, around that time, like, Fox was kind of becoming, like, they were having some pretty good hit shows uh, around that time, yeah. Because I know it wasn't on Thursdays because Thursday had uh, the Cosbys and... Oh, that was must-see TV. Yeah, I mean... Oh, yeah. But there was, (laughs) for a while, up until probably the sixth or seventh season, no one wanted to compete with 90210. I mean, 90210 was the shiznits. It was hot stuff, yeah, absolutely. It was the stuff. Um, so where do you think it jumped the shark? I think it kind of jumped the shark when there was an episode where um, this woman shows up, and I think like she somehow, I don't know if she told Dylan that she was his mother or something like that, or... Basically, it was a scam. It was uh, they they embezzled uh, this woman and her her husband uh, embezzled like all of Dylan's money. And but it was really his sister, right? I, I think I, I think well, I think the little girl was like his half. She she really was his half sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was completely innocent in the whole thing because she was like a ten year old kid. But he, he ends up hiring a private detective and going to, like, Panama or something to get his money back. Like, when they started doing episodes like that, it was – it was I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're, we're really – we're really reaching here now. You yeah. know, it's, it's getting a little silly. Yeah, I mean, I was – I kind of liked that part. I, I kind of thought it jumped the shark when they brought his dad back and then killed him again. Um, I you know, oh. Yeah, I, I liked the season kind of where, like – I didn't like that him and Jason Priestley kind of like cross paths again. You know, Jason left, he came back. Um, you know, because you know there was a season where like he was dating the guy that killed his father's daughter, and then they he kills his daughter, not thinking it's his daughter. Do- you know, thinking he's killing oh, Dylan. The whole yeah, the the some of that stuff gets complicated. Yeah, I remember was- that the wedding and and. Like the car was it was it was it was like a car bomb or something like that. Yeah, uh, it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of weird stuff. I mean, there was some weird stuff to it, but again, overall, I think it was a great show. Um, I have to like I was telling like so I I I uh, previewed it before. Um, mm-hmm. I have five. So again, we're a geek nerd show. Um, yes, but we can nerd on anything, right? We can nerd very on anything, true, right? That's that's kind of the definition of it. So yeah. there's five shows that I nerd on a lot that aren't really in in the grand scheme of things. People are like, oh, it's the nerds. Um, this show is my second favorite show of all time. Okay, okay. I could watch this anytime, anytime it's sure. on. I see it, I watch it. 
Yeah, my first favorite of any time, anywhere. If it's on, I stop and watch it. The Sopranos. Oh yeah, I mean that's a great that, that is a great show. That was a great show. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I agree. But this show again is probably unless I'm seeing a, an episode with like Hillary Hillary Swank, I kind of like uh, fast forward. But uh, you know, <laughs> I do love this show. I mean, it's it really is. A, a part of my childhood, so to speak. I mean, I was 16, 17, 18 years old when this show came out. And um, it you know, brings me back. I you know, I, I go back and look at my pictures of me wearing my my sideburns, no beard. <laughs> it brought, like I said, it brought them back. It brought back the sideburns, <laughs> absolutely. That was, that was kind of how you could tell the two of them apart, you know, because, like, Dylan's was kind of pointier or something like that. Uh, it was, like, that was kind of like a running joke that they would do, like, whenever they do spoofs of it. It was like, you know, they would introduce, like, a, a male cat. I, um, I think around that time, Ben Stiller had um, kind of like a sketch comedy show, and he, he, he made fun of 90210, where he played both the Dylan and the Brandon character, obviously he gave them different names. And it was like, you know, this is Jake. He's like too, too cool for school and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, they show him again, dressed slightly different. And it's like, you know, and, and this is like, you know, Connor, he looks just like Jake, but his sideburns are pointier. Like, and I'm like, that's kind of Brandon and Dylan. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> so now does your uh, daughter watch this? Has she watched the show? No, she. Yeah. I, I. I don't think she has any idea about this show at all. I mean, you know, she. She. She watches Riverdale. Um, you know, she loved Fred Andrews on the show. She thought he was a great dad, and and the scenes with with you know Luke Perry and KJ Appa as father and son, <laughs> like you know, she really got into it. But nah, I don't think she has any interest in watching Nio Two One. No. <laughs> all right. So, who's your favorite character? Overall, my overall. favorite character overall. You know what? As weird as it sounds, I think it would have to be Steve because he was he was there from beginning to end. Um, and like you said, you know, he was the guy that always tried to come up with a scheme, like a get rich quick scheme or cheating on a test or something like all of his sort of storylines were like harmless fun. But he was the one. Don't forget, he was one of the first ones to get married because he got his girlfriend pregnant and, you know, they they started to have like he started to have to deal with like real issues of, you know, raising a family and trying to keep a marriage together that was really kind of brought together by the fact that he got this girl pregnant. Um, you know, and Ian Ziering was just he was a great actor on that show. He yeah. just he played that character up so well. So I would have to say, Steve, I mean, really, overall, none of these actors are really big like troublemakers right i mean they're, they, you never really saw him getting like major trouble i mean sharon doherty's just a. I mean you know now she's got cancer or whatever else but like they've never really <clears throat> had major troubles right i mean if anything like with shannon doherty it was more like the story on her was she was difficult to work with and she would like argue with directors and writers but you know it wasn't like you know uh drunk driving or drugs like with any of them yeah like they pretty much flew under the radar and yeah yeah i mean yeah no real crazy antics i mean look at uh 
B A G is date is married to uh to what's her name, right? Um Oh um oh my god, he's married married to um like she's oh Megan Fox. Yeah, one of the hottest chicks on the planet. I mean Think about. I mean, he's and he's you know he's a normal dude, right? Uh, I I know Ian Ziering. I mean, I've seen him on a million shows. He seems like one of the nicest guys on the planet. Um, yeah. You know, obviously Luke Perry seemed like the one of the nicest people on the planet too. Yeah. Um, you know, Jason Jason Priestley. You know, he just race cars and stuff like that. But no, no. none of them ever seemed like they were like really out there. Um, I'm glad that the show is coming back. It's supposedly uh, debuting August 7th, uh, mm-hmm. 2019. I think it's coming back to Fox. Is that right? I That's what I believe, yeah. B- uh, BH90210. Yeah. And it's um, Jason Priestley, Shannon Doherty, uh, Jenny Garth, Ian Ziering, uh, Gabriella... Uh, how do you say your name? Kateris? Kateris, yeah, yeah, Andrea, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, Austin Green, and uh, Tori Spelling, they're all coming back, uh, mm-hmm. doing their, uh, uh, reprising their roles. Uh, it doesn't look like Nate's coming back. I wish he was. I think he's really old, though. Um, yeah, probably. So yeah. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing that. I can't, I wish, um, I thought, you know, I think Luke Perry was supposedly going to come back if, um, if he was, you know, but I, you know, I don't know. They, yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing with that, you know, people were, were, you know, were saying is, I mean, he was committed to to filming Riverdale, so yeah. he he pretty much said he's like, I I don't have the time to do it. Like, would he have done a guest appearance? I'm sure he would have, yeah. but uh, I kind of wonder how they're going to handle that. Like, like I said, on Riverdale right now, they haven't said anything. I'm sure when the next season starts, they're going to kind of say that between this season and the next season, obviously something happened, you know, to, to Fred Andrews and I'm sure they'll have a tribute and they've been doing tributes all throughout, like every, from the time he passed away up until now, every episode is, is dedicated to him. Um, I was going to ask you that if they did a, you know, at the end in memory of, or something like that. Oh, they've, they've been doing it since, since uh, the day he passed away, every episode going forward at the end is, is dedicated to him. And I'm sure at the end of the season, they'll kind of do a a tribute or maybe the beginning of next season, because I, I do think he filmed all the episodes. So he's, he's, he should be in it. But, and again, I believe next week is going to be the season finale, so we'll we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens. But uh, I hope, yeah, yeah, he's, I, he's missed. Yeah, I hope in this this first episode in, in August is that they're at the beach club. <laughs> yeah, right back there. <laughs> Brandon's still trying to get a job there. He's working. Yeah. At the beach. I'm going to work this summer, guy. That was one of my favorite episodes where uh, he he tries out for to be a lifeguard uh, at the beach club. And uh, everybody there is pretty much like a professional lifeguard. And he's like, uh, I used to be a lifeguard at the pool back in Minnesota. <laughs> and I think he nearly drowns like swimming in the ocean. <laughs> and the guy's just like, I'm going to make you a cabana boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, you know, those are great episodes. That's, you know, 
uh, those episodes make me like want to. I'm like, you know, I'm home living in New Jersey. Like, I want to live on the beach. Uh, and those are the things that make me want to live on the beach. Oh, they make it look so easy. They oh. they they do. They make it look. There's no traffic. Uh, right. Nothing costs nothing. Uh, it's no big deal. It's easy living yeah. out there in California. Exactly. You know, and I, I go and visit my brother-in-law at the Lag Bar. Cheap. Uh, cheap plug. Yeah, get that plug in. <laughs> um, and he, you know, he lives on the beach, and I'm like. Yes, this is exactly what I want. This is this my is 90210. <laughs> I want this. And, uh, you know, so those episodes, I think those are the best seasons. Those those couple seasons and that, that, that third season of high school and that first season of college mm-hmm. are probably the best. <clears throat> and, you know, some of the the best storylines for this for 90210 is, um, you know, when he's trying to be um, – president of the college i think are good um oh, brandon yep yeah brand i think when he's i you know one of the the one of the moments and uh, hopefully you have a couple because um i'm about to go off on a tangent uh when brandon and kelly finally get together and it's kind of like hallelujah you know i'm clapping my hands uh yeah you know when yeah. he's when you know they they kiss at that uh, hoedown and stuff like that, and you're like, mm-hmm. all right, about time they figured out this is when uh, Dylan's losing his money, and you know you're like, uh, you know you feel bad that Dylan's losing his cash, but uh, you know you're like, yes, Brandon and Kelly are finally getting together. You th- you know it's it's it should happen, and this is when Brenda's like, all right, you're losing your cash. I'm out of here because I don't like my contract. I'm out. But uh, <laughs> you know it's so. Yeah, those are probably the best storylines that I think this the show had. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I really think those first few seasons, the high school years, were, were great, uh, and that first year or so of college were were really really good. Um, I liked it in college. Yeah, like like you said, when he was running for for class president, which I was like, I don't ever remember, <clears throat> you know, at at, at college we went to that even being a big deal like i'm sure people were running for college president i couldn't tell you who they were or i don't even remember voting or anything but apparently it's a big deal and i think that's where he met i believe her name was claire like she was like the chancellor's daughter and and she was a wild character um i didn't even care know. who was running for fraternity president let alone the- yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it was it was i mean but that's what those shows did they really kind of over you know over dramatized you know high school life and college life like things like that were such a big deal and when i actually got to college i was like nobody cares about this that's right (laughs) you're going to class you're 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 trying to (laughs) you're trying to graduate like that like that's that's what it's donna martin graduates donna martin graduates (laughs) yeah yeah that was, I was like, that wouldn't have happened. So, <laughs> if that happened in our high school, if, if somebody got drunk, uh, they would have been suspended, and that would have been that. And exactly. yeah, there'll be a protest, and the principal would be like, so what? <laughs> That's right, exactly. So the worst storyline was, um, and I think the worst character was Matt Durning, um, the the lawyer that, that uh, Kelly hooks up with towards the end of the, the last two seasons. He was was he the one that got her hooked on cocaine? Was that the guy? I don't know. If he, I don't know if he was the cocaine guy. No, that was um, that was the guy that came from Hawaii 
when he gets oh. when Noah. That's when she gets shot Noah. and loses her memory. And I'm like, that was bad too. But I didn't like the yeah, that was pretty bad. Kelly's memory loss. Yeah, yes. that was bad. <laughs> I I was like, oh, they're gonna like that's how she's gonna like break up with with uh, Brandon. I'm like, that's weak. Um, but yeah, I didn't like the this guy took he was the guy that took over for Jason Priestley. I'm like, that's a weak character for like to replace Jason Priestley. I'm like, if he's leaving, just cancel the show. Just cancel the show. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you don't yeah. have him. You're bringing back Dylan. I get it. But I'm like, it's too late now. So that's uh, that's where I thought the, sh- the, the, the shark got jumped and like took off and ate the yeah. guy. You know, that's kind of where I thought <laughs> it went. It went bye bye. But um, I'm happy that it's coming back. I'm really excited. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that it will be um, at least somewhat what it was like. You know, I don't, you never know. You know, they bring this stuff back and you're like, ah, you know, I don't think it's going to be Avengers Endgame, but I don't think it's going to be, <laughs> I also don't think it's going to be uh, Phantom Menace either. I think it'll be somewhere in between. <laughs> you know, yeah, so we'll wait and see. We'll, we'll wait and see. see. We'll see. You know, I'm excited about this. Actually, one other thing I'm excited about is uh, Veronica mm. Mars is coming back on Hulu. So a lot of this stuff that I watched uh, in the past is actually coming back. So I am excited about this. So let's see how well, this there goes. There you go. And there you go. So we'll see how it goes. So um, wow, not two, we could probably talk about not a two and all day long. <laughs> Quite honestly, we probably episode could. by episode, episode by oh my god, can we imagine doing that one? Um, so anyway, that's it. Nine oh two one zero. You know, guys, check us out on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Jay is going to pop up there. Who is your Kelly or Brenda? Yeah, Kelly, Brenda, uh, Brandon, Dylan. Uh, the important questions yeah. in life. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Um, so uh, check us out on Instagram at Enter the Nerd Zone. Uh, you can follow us there. We are on uh, what the hell is that thing called? iTunes or iTunes, S- Spotify at Anchor. Uh, you can follow me at um, S O Keith thirty seven. Um, make sure you check us out. Make sure you check out some of our uh, our friends at. Um, Enter the ner- um, enter the nerd zone. Yeah, make sure you check. Well, out. they better check out. Enter the <laughs> make sure you check our friends out. <laughs> the nerd zone. Check out nerd and me. Check out uh, our Main Street Comics, uh, Kirby Comics. Yes, yes. Uh, the the like those local businesses. Make sure, <laughs> yeah. The Lag Bar in Anaheim, uh, Geek United. Uh, make sure you're checking out Jay's uh, Defender of the Realm as well yep. as the other one that you do. Uh, stuff, stuff you don't, you don't need to know. know. Elseworlds, mm-hmm. Elseworlds just put out something new, right? Elseworlds Finest, yeah, yeah. that's my daughter. She's uh, just put out a new episode, so check that out. Yeah. Um, Anything else that we need to... I don't know, I think we got it all. That we need to, like, selfishly plug? <laughs> I think we got it all. So, uh, so and look for us coming soon. Uh, we're going to talk some wrestling. Yes, got to get back into that. Yes, right. we're gonna talk some more nerd stuff. I think uh, there's a Spider Man's movie coming out in the near Spider, future. Spider Man is coming out. Yeah. There's a new John Wick movie coming out soon. Oh, there's a new John Wick movie coming out. Yeah, yeah I've been watching a lot of behind the scenes stuff on that. Can't wait. Did, uh, I not to spoil alert, but did you know uh, Keanu Reeves has been working with, like special forces on? Oh, that that's what I've been watching. I mean. Uh... 
special forces he's been working with, uh, getting getting trained as if he was going to be, you know, like a SWAT guy, basically. Yeah. Um, training on horseback, training hand-to-hand, obviously, training with dogs. It's, it's, it's amazing the amount of work that they put into, you know, a film – Months before they even begin shooting these films, it's it, it, it's crazy. He's the next it's, Daniel Day Lewis. I'm telling you, he's the next something. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's it's you know. I mean, that's the thing. We could do a whole show on him, yeah. but you know, we should. I think people, we should because yeah. he's had a great career. He's I got mean, at I least think two people, or three good movies. I, I think he's got a lot of great movies. I think people have written him off, but he's still here, and I think he's still. Pretty steady, pretty steady actor. Pretty. Uh, I, actor. Uh, you know what? We're gonna do him because not, not in that way. Uh, we will do a podcast on him. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a hall pass for him. I'm gonna just state that right oh, now. Oh, that's the one hall pass you don't. I try. I yes, we will do a uh, Keanu Reeves hall hall pass. A Keanu Reeves podcast uh, because yes, I think he is very underrated. I agree with you, Jay. I really do like. Absolutely. I do like. Uh, do, I do like his movies. Um, there are some clunkers, but there are some great ones, and not just Bill and Ted's uh, meets the devil or whatever the heck that one's called, <laughs> or Dead. What's the second one called? What's that? I'm sorry. What's the second Bill and Ted's called? Uh, Bogus Journey. Oh, Bogus Journey. Yeah, that one. Okay, we'll let that one go. But there's other ones that are uh, that are great. Anyway, getting back to it. Um, so check us out. Uh, check us out on uh, all those f- uh, platforms that you can find us. And we'll be back again real soon. So, Jay? Absolutely, yes. Same bat time. Same bat channel. And all I have to say is Robble. <laughs>